sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Repent and believe in the gospel. These are among Jesus' very first words in the gospel according to St. Mark, and they go to the heart of the Christian message. But what is repentance? What does it mean? Why do we really have to do it? And what difference does it make? That's what we're going to be talking about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into repentance, what we want, we want you to know that we love listening. Slow down, Chris. <laughs> you can do it. We love listener <laughs> feedback. And the easiest way to give us the feedback is by email. The address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. That voice that you heard or that face that you saw, of course, is Renee Kranz, my regular co-host. Renee, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, Chris? I'm dressed for Lent. I don't know what your problem is. It's not Lent yet. I know. As we're recording, it's not Lent yet. But as you're listening or watching... Unless you're really binging and getting caught right, up, right? Maybe somebody's watching this this summer. Then they're seeing, they're they're getting the the idea that we usually record two at the same time because oh, we're yes. wearing the same clothes yes. for two in a row. Yes, yes, <laughs> we we do have more than a couple of different wardrobe selections. Although the uh, communication stuff in particular will highlight. Where's Elise or She's Brianna? In the- I know, because I am not wearing a blue shirt today. You are not, no. So if you are binging, I'm wearing the blue today. You are wearing the blue. Normally, mm-hmm. it, it, there's a lot of but blue you know, in my We had a conversation closet. about this the other day in communications that blue is no, is a evokes trust, feelings of oh. trust. So the fact that you wear blue is not a bad thing. Okay. So does that mean like when people see blue, they feel, or is it like, I feel trust because I'm wearing it? No, it's, it's seeing it. Okay. okay yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. I have no idea who did these studies and figured all this. It's probably stuff just out, made up. It's you probably. know what else? Just real quick, every day is. Hey, did you know what today is national? Oh, I know. I mean, <laughs> what? Who said? Says who? I mean, there's something for everything. There now. is. Yes, like, it's a little. Literally little. everything. Like national talk like a pirate day. It's national shrug your shoulders day yeah, or something stupid. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to make up things. To find joie de vivre. Ooh. Ooh. I just. Is that French or Italian? Uh, French. French. To find the joy of life. Oh, okay. like, just, I'm, I find joy in just you the do. ordinary You do, and you things. exuberate it very yes, loudly. Ex- <laughs> yes, just, just a little bit. All right, so, uh, but back to repentance. Yes. <laughs> On yes. that note. I really got um, off. <laughs> so we are, if you're listening to this, uh, um, as soon as it's coming out, the early days of Lent this year. Uh, and um, I mentioned in, in in the opener that the call to repentance is among the first words that Jesus mm. says, mm-hmm. at least in, in Mark's gospel. So literally, Mark's gospel, Mark being the shortest gospel, Mark gets right to the point. Um, Matthew and Luke had already written the infancy mm-hmm. narratives. Mm-hmm. Mark just jumps right into the... Um, the public ministry. So uh, chapter one of Mark's gospel, we start with John the Baptist, who he is, what he did, Jesus' baptism, Jesus' temptation in the desert. And then uh, this is verses 14 and 15, chapter one, the gospel according to St. Mark. Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of God and saying, so his first words, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. 
So I, I, I think, again, and we're at the beginning of Lent, um, on Ash Wednesday, the first reading every year on Ash Wednesday is always from Joel chapter 2, uh, the, the prophet Joel in the Old Testament, which begins, the reading begins this way. Even now, says the Lord, return to me with your whole, whole heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your hearts, not your garments, and return to the Lord your God. For gracious and merciful is he, slow to anger, rich in kindness, and relenting in punishment. Perhaps he will, he will again relent and leave behind him a blessing, offerings and libations for the Lord your God. And it goes on from there. But the idea of repentance, the Greek word um, that when Mark literally wrote his gospel down, translating what Jesus would have said in probably Aramaic, which is a dialect of Hebrew, and that was the spoken version of Hebrew in Jesus' day. Um, whatever he said in Aramaic, the way that Mark translated that into Greek, which was the language of the the culture mm-hmm. uh, of the day, mm-hmm. the Roman Empire at the time, um, metanoia, so repent, metanoia. Metanoia literally means have a change of mind. Oh. So to start Lent, change your mind, Renee. <laughs> Just change I would your have mind. expected you, it to be change of heart, no, but, but it's, it's change it's of lit- mind. Lit- metanoia is change of, literally means change of mind. But the the, the biblical sense of what that means, it, so it's not like, you know, um, you know, I was going to have pizza, but I think I'm going to have a hamburger tonight. I changed right. my mind. Right. Repentance. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, the biblical sense is that kind of evoking what Joel, the prophet Joel says in chapter two, it's a return to the Lord. So metanoia, conversion is mm-hmm. is the word also. So repentance or conversion means to turn away from sin and toward God, turn away from sin and toward God or back toward God. Mm-hmm. So biblically, the sense is, and, and we find this, in fact, uh, before Jesus starts his preaching, going back to John the Baptist in Mark's gospel, uh, we read earlier in Mark, sorry, it is, oh yeah, chapter four, or verse four, chapter one, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Mm-hmm. So the idea of repentance, of course, is not new to Jesus. John the Baptist, but throughout the Old Testament, the Jewish people are being continually called to repentance, which fundamentally is uh, get with it, people. Return to the Lord your God. Return to covenant fidelity, covenantal fidelity. So the Lord has espoused himself to you as his people. He is he has chosen you, not because you're awesome, but because he is. <laughs> He's chosen you as his own people for the sake of everybody later down the road. But for now, you as his own people, he covenanted himself to you. Um, So you have this familial bond with him. And in any relationship, both parties have responsibilities to the other. So repentance really means, again, a return to covenantal fidelity, to sort of get back with it, if you will. Um, to return to the Lord, our God, and turn away from the false idols, which is what our sins. When we sin, it's because we've put something, uh, given something greater priority than God in our lives. Right. So it sounds like to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, like this is less of a conversion of heart and more of a change of mind. You have to actually choose, not that a conversion of heart isn't a choice, but I don't see it really as the same thing. So it's more of a, I choosing. Think it, so I think it, it ends up in, it, so it's, well, when we say change of mind, we don't mean just an intellectual right. thing. 
but insofar as our our mind is necessary for us to make a decision, mm-hmm. we need to change our mind about how we're living. Right. We need to turn back to God, and it does start with making that decision. Uh, but it, it, the, the, my only, yeah, my caveat to that, the, the, I think that's right with the caveat. Don't make this just an intellectual right. thing. This is about how I live. So it's leading with the head, but it should go to the heart and everywhere else right. as well. Do that... you think a conversion of heart happens first? I, mm, that's a good question. Or that's not necessarily, well, okay, it could we're, be either we're way. We're being called here, so repent. Right. Um, stop sinning. Right. Uh, and start doing good. Um, when we hear the call to repentance, so with, with, when John makes his call to repentance, it does provoke something in people. Mm-hmm. In order for people typically to respond, their heart is somehow involved. So right. I think there often is a conversion of heart. But why metanoia? Um, why that? Why why change of mind? Why did Mark use a word that literally speaks of the mind? Mm-hmm. I think. Because again, it, we, that's where we choose with our intellect and our will working together. Right. We make a decision. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop. Quit it. Just quit it. Mm-hmm. Lord, help! I can't do it by myself. Right. Lord, I need you. That's why it's not. It's not just turning away from sin. It's turning away from the sin and back to the Lord. Right. Uh, because I need Him to stop sinning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is a decision that has to be made. So I think. Um, and it, it kind of also depends, Renee. I think on, on, on what sense of heart you're talking right, about, right? Because the 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 danger, um, the misunderstanding here. This is not just just not, don't wait till you feel it. Right. Do not wait until you feel it, because <laughs> you might never feel it. Because sins do quote unquote feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt good last night when I had some snacks. <laughs> Uh, nothing to, I didn't do anything really. I know, I know. But I was like. Having snacks is not a sin. Having snacks is not a unless sin. It's Friday, unless it's Ash Wednesday yeah, well, or Good okay, Friday. Real quick on so. that. So, <laughs> it, I, I, part of my own personal spiritual life includes some fasting. Right, right. And I felt the siren call of uh, Cool Ranch Doritos <laughs> last night. And I succumbed to yeah. that. Siren call of Cool Ranch Doritos. <laughs> Some people are like, uh, Cool Ranch Doritos, that's a penance for me to eat them. I could think of a lot better um, things to... <laughs> but I felt the siren call of Cool Ranch Doritos. Eat me. Uh, and I succumbed. Um, so for me, I mean, yeah, that's not a, it's not objectively sinful. Right. Bad example in that sense. But for me, um, stop it. Just make the decision. No, mm-hmm. I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. When we're going to change our life, we have to change our mind. Right. So a change of life, a conversion, a complete conversion requires a conversion of mind. Mm-hmm. St. Paul in Romans 12, chapter, uh, chapter 12, verse 2, be transformed by the renewal of your mind. mind right. So it's, it can't stay in the mind, but it often, it oftentimes either, it, it can start with the heart, uh, can start with the mind, but even if it starts with the heart, it has to include the mind mm-hmm. uh, because we have to make the decision right. with the grace of God to make this change of mind and of yeah. life along with it. I feel like at least for me, if if you can make the the change of mind, the feelings will follow. Right. Yep, yep. I yep. And and there's there's a training of, yeah. right? So there yeah. there is a so because of the fall, because of the, the one of the effects of original sin is our desires are out of whack mm-hmm. and they they rule the roost. Mhm. So 
my head says, no, I'm, I'm not snacking right now. I'm fasting. I'm not snacking my, it's not my heart to be honest. My desire though. (laughs) Um, uh, so I have a desire to fast, but last night my desire for cool ranch Doritos overcame uh, my desire to fast. So that, that literal appetite, that appetite for food, um, overwhelmed, um, overran mm-hmm. uh, my desire to practice the spiritual discipline of fasting. Right. Uh, again, not sinful, um, but but I did succumb. But very way. annoying. Very, very <laughs> annoying. So it, the way it's supposed to be, the way it's supposed to be is my mind, my reason uh, is has complete control over the rest of my desires, over my technical right. term appetites, right. all my different all my, all my different appetites, all my desires that they're properly ordered. Mm-hmm. My desire for food is a good thing; it's a God given thing. Right. But too often, it's out of whack. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can tell. Just look at me. You can tell that it's <laughs> it's uh, been out of whack at times. I'm let what? that go. <laughs> you are. Never mind. I am. <laughs> um, so conversion is about properly ordering our life, which mm-hmm. begins with properly ordering our mind. Mm-hmm. Repent and believe in the gospel. So what I want to do uh, here uh, it is, is kind of turn and look a little bit more on why is repentance so dang hard? And I, to be honest, even more than that, it has a negative connotation. Right. So I want to speak into the negative connotation okay. of repentance and why repentance, it may be hard, but in fact, is a good thing that we shouldn't run from, but we should embrace. We should turn towards repentance because that means we're turning towards the Lord. So right. we'll do that in just a minute. But first, if you're just tuning in, welcome to Ignition. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald with Renee Kranz today talking about repentance. Conversion of mind, conversion of life from sin and towards the Lord. A uh, very fitting topic here as we are in the early days of Lent, at least if you're listening to this around the time that this episode is released. So, Renee, I think that um, the idea of repentance is is um, uh, not a message that we intuitively um, yeah. you know, rejoice like, at. Yes! Exactly. Now... <laughs> It does speak to something. So like John, John, like kind of the firebrand out in the desert, right. John mm-hmm. the Baptist um, doing his thing. And people flocked to him. Right. Um, they and, were looking for something meaningful. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and we're, we recognize, I mean, we're, even in just quote unquote regular life, we know that sometimes doing things that are hard is in fact good for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I think of like, who, why else would you run 15 miles? Exactly. You know? <laughs> like those crazy people who yes. do that. Matt Altoff. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's just as true in the spiritual life as well. We know that good things sometimes require effort. They require, require change. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes change is hard. Uh, so I, I, it's interesting to me that even though repentance is not necessarily something that people would think is intuitively appealing or attractive. In fact, at least for some, it is just mm-hmm. that because maybe there's a recognition, hey, this is not working out so well. You know, how's that working out for you? Right. <laughs> how's that, how, what you're doing, how's that working out for you? And uh, we can kind of go along, but if, if we have any moment of self-reflection as, and as adults, oftentimes at some point in our lives that will happen, mm-hmm. um, sometimes even younger, we realize that um, a life of, of giving ourselves over to sin, even venial sins, mm-hmm is not working out for us. Right. We recognize that. And so when somebody says, quit it, we actually want to hear more. Mm-hmm. It is attractive because we recognize, I do need to quit it. Tell me more. Right. Uh, tell me more about why. Tell me how. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and so on. So real quick, so Jesus, it's not just repent, it's repent and believe in the gospel. Right. Because in that we will find our salvation. Right. It's turning away from sin and towards God. Um, but I, but in our day and age, I think repentance is something, it doesn't fall in completely deaf ears, but I think there is a, a challenge or struggle because with repentance comes the idea of sin. And that's just, you know, that's the S word. That's the real S word in our culture. <laughs> People are just fine with saying the other S word, the four letter S right. word. But if you, as soon as you're talking about, talking about sin. That's might be worse. It yeah. might be worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, some people will like, if you yeah use the, the cuss word, the uh, S word, whatever, they, they, they do that all the time. But yeah, that's sin. Like, oh, okay, you're, you're, I'm going to go. You're one of those crazy now. people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Usually that's what they think. <laughs> Renee, what's your sense? Why, speaking for yourself or a friend. Or a friend. <laughs> Always uh, speaking for a friend. <laughs> why do you think that um, sin is sort of, if you will, the, the real S word of our day? Well, because it hurts God. No, no. I mean, why do people. Oh, why, why do other people. Well, because they don't want it to exist. Or don't think it exists. They want to be able to do whatever they want and not be told, I can't do something. Okay. Yes. Uh, And and that's the line that I want to unpack a little bit more. So do you think, I mean, the idea of, well, let's just start with the reality of where you're at right now, which is not in this spot. The the message of repentance um, in, in Lent here, we... We're recording a little bit before, so we will be hearing the call to repentance. Mm-hmm. How does it sit with you for with you now, today, twenty twenty three? I I think I know, but I'm just I want to ask the question. Hear what you have to say. Well, it's something I definitely am working towards all the time. I'm not always so great at it, just like everybody. But I mean, I'm always like, okay, well, what are the things that I'm not doing that are so great, and I need to turn around to, to address. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you are not at this point in your life offended by the message of repentance. Uh, no, no. Were you ever like, not yes. necessarily offended, but yes. turned off. Can, would you mind like, why, 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 why was that? Why? Um, I thought you were going to tell me, <laughs> tell us, tell us what you were doing. No, no, no I'm not going <laughs> to yeah, do that. I, I recognize the uncomfortable little, well, yeah, I got to be somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. No, now what you were doing, why didn't you like the message, the call to repentance? Because I, I, liked what I was doing. What? I wanted to do it. <laughs> um, the thing I was doing was the, was the thing I thought I should be able to do. Okay. Okay. So that's in a my sense human of who are, you're not the boss of me. Yeah. Um, no, it's not that bad, you know? So for you, what was the change? What was, what was the conversion that happened, happened mm. that prompted you? Because so actually let's, I think that's a common reality. People that oh, may yeah, not be yeah. offended by the call to conversion, but we're like, oh no, nope, thanks. No. Yeah. That was me. Yeah. I mean, I I've talked about this on ignition before. My my reversion or conversion. It was a real it was a conversion. It was a change of mind mm-hmm. and a change of life for me during college. Um, I wasn't offended by or annoyed by the call to conversion, the, the the call of repentance. I just ignored it right? because I would, yeah, I would rather just keep doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so in my case, just not going to mass and just not living my faith out in any meaningful way mm-hmm. because I just prefer, I, I was spiritually lazy, mm-hmm. sloth, um, lukewarm. Well, I was, I was more than lukewarm. I was, I was, I was cool for sure. If not cold, um, <laughs> But I just, it, it just did not interest me. So that call to conversion, eh, whatever. Right. Right. And to be honest, 
I wasn't hearing the call that often because I wasn't going to church. Right, right. So it's hard not to hear it. Yeah. Um, for me, it was like as 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 I'm just thinking back on the 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 encounter, the conversation that I had that sort of in which my conversion started to unfold and 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 happen. I recognized, you know, maybe I, it was a, it was an uh, invitation to get involved in a Bible study. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I recognized, you know, something in my life does need to change. Right. Like I, maybe I should, you know, school's not going so well because I've been a lazy slob. And mm-hmm. um, maybe I should kind of like take this more seriously. Right. So there's a recognition of need. Sort of, again, I think a, a stopping point in which, oh, How's that working out for you, Chris? <laughs> right. And I didn't consciously think that, but mm-hmm. I I sensed. So what was I at this point? Just turned 21, mm-hmm. I think. Um, yeah, maybe maybe I should, quote unquote, get back to the religion thing that right. I grew up with. Right. Uh, and that there, so that was sort of the initial spark that led to a change of mind and a change of heart, a change of life. Mm-hmm. Uh it, I, I don't recall that there's like a specific thing for you, but is there? Um, for me, it was really just a f- uh, <clears throat> fuller understanding of the church's teaching around the thing that was okay. that I was like, ah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, finally, under because we were uh, Chris and I are about the same age, and yep. we have or the catechesis around that time when we were growing up wasn't so great. Yep, and this particular thing especially was not really understood. It yep. was just don't do that. Well, okay, but why? Right. And once once I understood why a little bit more uh what the church teaching was, it was a lot easier to turn that around. Can I and and um just not totally respecting um privacy and so on. Can <laughs> are you able to speak to what made you open to the why? Did you go looking for it? Like how how did you find out about whatever it was? Well, I was going to church. Oh, so you, okay. Oh yeah. Well, so I've you, never, I have never stopped going to church. Look at you. Good for you. Well, my mom would kill me. <laughs> Love you, mom. <laughs> Good job, Jeannie. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. So, I mean, you hear stuff enough, often enough in church and you're like, okay, I need to, and I can't remember, it may have been in during marriage prep. Okay. Okay. So there, there's some explanation mm-hmm. given mm-hmm. that suddenly this thing. It's like, oh, you Ooh, understand. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So in your case, there was a, um, your mind was informed, yeah. which allowed you to change your mind. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's, 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 a, that, so I, I, so we have, you and I have two different sort of mm-hmm. uh, experiences that way, which in both, but in both cases, there was a change of mind yep. that happened. Yeah, for sure. So when you think of other people now, um, kind of going from my experience, my example, your own experience, your own example. What are some ways that you think uh, we can help other people? So maybe somebody's listening right now might be like in the pers- position where you and I were like, I reckon oh, something needs to change or come to some understanding. But there are the Catholics who recognize, well, I, I know I kind of like where you and I are now, mm-hmm. but how do we help others come to that place of recognizing, I do need to change. Do you have any? I mean, do you have any? I know, this is the question you probably would be. Well, you're the uh, director of Disciple Formation, Bergwald. But I'm just curious for you, as a lay, faithful lay woman in the church, yeah. um, if you have any experience on how either, yeah, 
how have you, or what, what do you think would be an effective way to cultivate the soil for somebody else to have their own repentance moment? Yeah, I think for me, it's first setting as good example as you can. Um, but you also, you can't, I, I feel like you can't just depend on that. Mm. Um, there needs to be some loving admonition sure. of the sin, which is not easy. Right. And the opportunity may not present itself well, depending on the person. Yep. Like if it's someone you're very close to, a family member or something, that might be way harder for you to do than for someone who's a little bit more outside the family circle. But if it's a friend, it might be easier. So I think you have to really feel that out right. and just see what, what that particular situation is. And maybe you find someone who can help, who can help that person. Yep. And this is reminding me, we've talked, you and I have talked before on ignition about how to have intentional faith mm -hmm. conversations with some people. And it, it's to me, whether, when, when to speak, when to listen, um, and all the other things, yeah. all the different ways we can, can accompany people. Mm -hmm really depends on our being the Holy spirit knows what we need to do right. for us. So if, if we're a praying person, we'll be more and more likely we'll be docile to the spirit's promptings. Right. Um, so that we know can make the right call yeah. in, the, in yeah. the moment. What do I do? Yeah. The other thing I have also learned in the recent years is asking questions of the person is much more effective than like pointing a finger and telling them how terrible they exactly. are. Yep. <laughs> you know, ask questions about, how is that working for you? Or, you know, wh why do you think that's, yeah. that, you know, how, how did you come to decide that was the way to go in your life? Right. Whatever it is. Yep. But asking questions I found has been much more effective. Amen. And the other thing too, I just want to make sure on the last couple of minutes we have left. So when we do this, this is kind of speaking more to the person who's maybe like, Hey, but I like mm -hmm. what this, mm -hmm. I, I, it's so much better on the other side. Yes. It's so much better. Does it mean it's not easy? I mean, right. especially so for me, um, where I wasn't going to mass, like there were a real change of habits. Mm -hmm. I had to learn new habits, the habit of going to mass, the habit, a new habit for me, the habit of praying regularly on my own. Mm -hmm. I had to learn and it takes new and I had to give up certain things. Right. Like, so, so to stop doing things that I've liked doing um, and to start doing new things that maybe are not second hand, mm -hmm. second nature to me, that is hard. And to but it is so much better. You know, it's, I feel like the, the pool, come on, the water's great. Come on in, you know, but it, it's, I don't know. Like they're sitting no. over there in the freezing pool, but they're like, not don't know that there's a warmer pool. Exactly. Over here. Yes. There, there we go. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah. Um, it, it is, it, it is, it, is it hard? Yes. But again, going back to the idea of the people, crazy people who run every day and get that runner's high supposedly or whatever. <laughs> mm -hmm. But there's something even more profound, um, a quiet joy, if mm -hmm. you will, which sometimes manifests itself in real, real uh, loud joy. Uh, <laughs> uh, but a quiet joy when we do turn towards the Lord and when we go back to him and when again, we're, we beg the Lord. And so I think that's the thing I, I, I do want to actually end with, Renee, is somebody, if, if, if somebody's listening to this, ask the Lord, mm -hmm. okay, it, I can't do this on my own. Ask the Lord to 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 break those chains, those bonds that are holding you particular to particular sin or sins, and He will set you free. Yes, He will. Thanks, Renee, for being here today. And folks, this will wrap up. The, that wraps up this episode of Ignition. Again, you can email us ignition 
at sfcatholic.org with any questions about today's episode or ideas for future ones. Until next time, may God bless you.